What's up, Nation? Thanks so much for tuning in and checking this out. This is the NHL 2018 preview. Uh, before I get into it, I have to let you guys know. I'm hoping to do a podcast about it. Yeah, the next couple podcasts may be too sports-eccentric for some. Maybe not enough for others. But, man, oh, man, our baseball playoff pool has gone off the rocker. I thought for sure, you know... Oh, shit. Sorry, guys. Um, I thought for sure that we would have like 10 guys in like we do the last couple of years. Uh, we got a couple extra guys in the pool this year, which makes the pot a little thicker. Uh, I'm so excited for it. the trash talking has started. Um, so hopefully we'll have like a running total on that going into uh, the season, or I guess a playoff season. Uh, what else? Um, I don't know. Lots going on. Uh, as always, this is the Not After 30 podcast. This is any 30 sports. We're going to get down and dirty, talk about the hockey season, what we feel. Now, uh, in previous years when we kind of went around the table and that kind of stuff, this time we kind of were a little bit more specific. Myself as Canada's Canada's team representative, the Toronto Maple Leafs, as Canada's team I represented the Leafs and and made them proud. Brian Smythe, of course, being on the dark side. The sinister Smythe himself is a garbage fire fan, a.k.a. the Montreal Canadiens, a.k.a. Goddamn. Thank God Max Petrietti left. Uh, And then, of course, the the Chalupa Cabra 52 out west in Berta, representing oil country. And all that is the Edmonton Oilers. So it was a nice perspective across uh, three of the more favorited Canadian franchises. Um, It was a fun little go. It's a 90-minute podcast. Bros, I'm so sorry. You can't can't slow us down, though. When we get going on this kind of stuff, it just goes, gets gets going and goes deep. Hmm, going deep. Name of a good podcast. Anyways, that being said, I hope you guys enjoy. I'm debuting this. The day before the season starts, get into it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking this out. This is the Not After 30 podcast. My name's Anthony, and I'm so fucking happy you're listening. This is the Not After 30 podcast, a podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. What's up, 99 Nation and lovers of NHL hockey? This is the Not After 30 podcast NHL preview for 2018. With me across the table, the carnivore slash comedian himself, Brian Smith. What's up, Brian? What's up? I'm excited for this season. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And on the line, you know him as uh, Chalupa Cabra. We know him as simply Aaron Chalupa. <laughs> What's up, AC? Simply is Aaron Chalupa. That's like government name. But yeah, yeah, not it's not bad, man. Not bad. I just got off of work. Uh, good twelve hours on the fire line. That was all right. So even at this time of year, we had snow at our camp, and we're all like, "Oh, we're still going to the fire." Right on. Another easy day, right? Oh, too easy, too easy, man. Just uh, <laughs> too, too easy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just having a cigar, you know, relaxing, nice scotch, and just uh, yeah, reflecting on the easy day. You're I just such had. a man. You're drinking save, scotch save, and saving, not beer? Saving the world. No, no, no. I'm drinking beer. He's, he's such a man. All right. Well, I guess I'll open my beer then. Hold on. No, I'm, I'm drinking a nice uh, red ale from Sea Change Brewing in Edmonton, Alberta. It's pretty good. 
in Aaron's basement. <laughs> I am I'm quite excited. Uh, my new favorite beer, it's called Lager Shed. It's by Sean and Ed Brewing Company. And I like what they did with the name play, SH from Sean and ED from Ed. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. And I like it because it's beer for adventurous mouths, which is kind of like what I did in college. So it's a win-win. Ah, it's right up there. Bottoms up. Ooh, cheers, everybody. Mm. Cheers. All right, everybody. This is our preview edition for the upcoming NHL season. I know as a Leaf fan, I'm very excited. But, Brian, as a Habs fan, how excited are you? Very excited. Let's hear it. We're finally doing things right. We're trading away some... uh, some talent to get some younger guys. You know, we drafted a top line center. So I'm excited. You know, we're going to build down the middle for once, which is something that the Habs haven't had since what? Like Vincent Damfus? Oh, former Leaf. <laughs> yeah. Former Oilers. More importantly, former captain of the Hab. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, he, I think he was a Leaf captain as well, too. Yeah. Well, you know, every once in a while, you got <laughs> you to gotta get our droppings. Right? Yeah. All right. Aaron, how excited are you for this upcoming season? Dude, I'm really excited. Um, at the end of last season, I was pretty ready for it just to be over. It was just uh, <laughs> brutal. Nobody on the team was playing well except one player, I would say. Well, like, no, I can't really say Darnell Nurse wasn't trying hard, and Dressel's had a good year too. But, um, man, everything that went wrong could have went wrong pretty well. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm very excited for this season to get going. Obviously, there's lots of questions for the Oilers, but we'll talk about that later. So, yeah, no, uh, the preseason has been looking very entertaining, not just for the Oilers, but for a lot of teams. And I'm really excited to see where this goes. All right. I I mean, I, I can't imagine more, like, I can't imagine a better skew of guys to have on this podcast. I just wish we had uh, maybe Ashton or maybe Jeremy Gibbons for like a Vancouver perspective because I feel like Vancouver is one of those sneaky little teams. We'll get to that, but um, I just, I, I wish we had like one more person on this podcast. Yeah. I would, maybe I would Dave, agree. I think, maybe not. Maybe if we get big enough, yeah. we can do like a West sit down and an East sit down. Ooh, I like it. I where, like we, it. where we cover like the Western team, maybe next year. Cause I got a buddy that's a Winnipeg fan. I got a buddy that's a Canucks fan. I got a buddy that's a Flames fan, you know. And then we can do the East as well, except for the Sens because oh. they might be in the West I, by I, that time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let, let's let's start with a couple predictions. Where I'm gonna start with you, Brian, and then I go to you, you Chalupa. How many points do you think your team, Brian, is gonna get this year? Ooh, those are the tough ones. Um, I have a hope. And I hope Montreal doesn't surpass like 60 points all year. <laughs> but I just have a fear that anytime you have a goalie like Carey Price, even though he's coming off a down year, he's going to steal some games for you. Like when you have an elite goaltender, they always steal some games. And then there's been some surprising chemistry between some of the young guys like Houdon, um, our draft pick, who I don't even try to pronounce his last name. It's like Kolkainami. Kolkainami. Miami, yeah yeah i was like i'm gonna trust you on that one but if i find out you're just trolling me later no you just add kotka and then miami uh so yeah not too bad because you already have miami on the team 
Yeah, exactly. So, so how, how many points is Montreal going to get? Um, I think they'll probably they'll probably finish at like 67, 68 points. All right, I'm going to put 67. Because as a Leaf fan, I love that number. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Senor Chu Lupa. Hi, team. Um, I, I yes. think we'll do better than we did this previous season. Um, I do believe a, ba- a bounce back se- uh, season is going to happen. And with the recent injury to Corey Perry with Anaheim, and I don't think LA is going to do that hot this year. I think there's going to be a lot of players with an off year, like Andre Kopitar and Dustin Brown. I think Edmonton will sneak into the playoffs with probably as wild card 89, 90 points. Wow. Ooh. I think because in the West usually we um, for wild card position is around the ninety mark, uh, high eighties for sure. Yeah. Um, so I would say probably anywhere from eighty eight to ninety one we'd finish with. I, I I'm very op- optimistic. You know I, I think Cam Talbot. I think all the players took last season as a big kick in the pants and they're all waking up smelling the coffee. Um, Chirelli and McClellan are on the hot seat. And McDavid wants to get this team going. He was pissed last year not being in the playoffs. And I think a lot of those guys just want to prove their worth. Um, I think I think there's going to be a lot of bounce-back seasons, uh, bounce-back years for a lot of players on Edmonton. I, I think, you know, with the lack of moves, it just speaks that it just shows how many guys um, didn't, didn't play to their full potential. Uh, this last season. What so what did Edmonton? A lot of how, how many points did Edmund, Edmonton have last year? Oh man, uh, in the seventies, uh, checking. Oh, it was like I think Edmonton was high seventies, if I remember seventy eight. Okay. Yeah, I think it was like seventy nine, maybe. Seventy eight. Um, yeah, like it, 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 let's just say it was uh, many, many, many hockey critics were proven wrong for their guests to see how they were going to do that year. Like we were, we were all drinking the Kool Aid. I didn't think they were going to. I did not believe that they were going to make. Well, I didn't believe, but they could. Could have they made the Stanley Cup final? Could they have won it at the beginning of last season? Yeah, totally. But I kind of had them more slotted to making the Western Conference final. Right. That was my prediction. All and right. 78, 78 points they had. So it was 36 wins. All right. Um, the Leafs last year had 105 points, the best in franchise history. Record, record setting. Which record just shows setting. that it's so sad that this is the oh. first time they've had to set that record. And they, and they need overtime losses to count as points to get that record. Listen, that's the sad thing. I am not disagreeing with you guys, but I'm also not disappointed with that because that is a, an incredible number. And to, to think that they even finished third is kind of wild. But this year, I think they're going to be marginally better, and I think they're probably going to have maybe like 107 points. So um, what you're saying Anthony, is Tavares you really doesn't do much for them? <laughs> you're saying Tavares is worth two points? You know, $11 I, million a year gets you two points? Is that what you're saying? He, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying a lot of teams are going to be taking Toronto much different. Like every team's going to go out trying harder than any other team to beat Toronto next, this year. 
I, I think the target is even bigger on their back because they signed the biggest free agent. So I think every team, I think a team like the Ottawa Shitters are going to be even trying harder to beat the Leafs than they would say if they played Buffalo. What do you think about that? Well, Chico? that was that was a really that tough uh, stab at a nickname there, Anthony. You were really reaching on that one. <laughs> that was that was I brutal. It, in my head, brutal. it sounded great. In my head, it sounded great. And then as it was coming, I was like, "Oh, it's a dud." <laughs> but um, but but. I, I don't know. I just I, I don't think they're going to be that much better, but I don't think they really need to be that much better. Like in the regular season, they, they only have to be better in the playoffs. Anthony, That's a fair you know assessment. The, yeah. Do you know the last time, <laughs> uh, what the what the previous record-setting number was and when it was for the oh. points in a season? No, early but it, it would have... It would have uh, okay, 90s. so early 2000s. Like when they went on uh, that... Against Carolina, they lost in the Eastern Conference, was it? Eastern Eastern Conference Final. Is either that that year that year that they played Carolina or the year they played Philly the year before that? I think. Mm-hmm. What what that what the point total was? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah 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 like what, like this was the record setting oh. year. What was the previous record and when? Oh. Um. This is touching. I, I feel like it's like been, a trap question. My wife asked me these questions, <laughs> and I'm like, "What? What are you gonna do if I answer it incorrectly?" Okay. <laughs> All right. So I have I have no idea, but I don't I don't know because they had a they had a, a decent team in the mid '90s and they had a decent team in the early 2000s, but I I feel like those probably weren't even the record setting years. But if I had to guess, I don't know, maybe '99 or 2000, and I'm gonna guess 89 points or 90, maybe 92 or 93 points. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's 0304, uh-huh. 103 points. Oh, really? Yep. That's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Yeah, around the time that we're thinking. Oh. Anyway, moving yeah. on. Yeah, it's good to know. I mean, all that stuff's not going to matter, really, because all the new history is being written right now. Classic Leafs fan. Classic Leafs fan. Just, just drinking that blue and white. All right. So okay, yeah. So I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say a whole bunch. I, I think they're gonna be just a little bit better this year. Uh, I think, yeah. I, I don't think they're gonna get more than I, I can't see them getting more than 110 points. But I'm, I'm gonna feel pretty comfortable at 107. All right. All right, Chulupa, you have some questions lined up. Why don't you start firing away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh four inches. Uh, um, that's when it's fully growing, and hey, I am a grower, hey, hey. not a shower. It's, it's ten um, inches around. Yeah, yeah. They call they actually they call me the Coca Cola Mini, like the mini cans, because it's pretty girthy still, but the length just isn't there. <laughs> All right, I've got I've got a good. What other questions you got for me? <laughs> well, what else do we need to know? Those are the listener questions that they ask me on Instagram. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, I figure that we got some, we had some good questions here. Who's gonna like some obvious questions too, mind you? Like people are talking about this at the bar, sitting down, you know, uh, at family dinners, and again, uh, you know, just driving around and stuff like that. Who's gonna win the Richard Trophy? This is a good one to start off with, and then let's just take a, a guesstimate to you know how many goals possibly. Okay, I like it. Uh, Anthony, we'll start with Who wants to start? Okay. Yeah, we'll let Anthony start. All right. Who won last year? Was it Ovi? Yeah, 49 goals. Okay. 
I am going to say Austin Matthews, and he's going to get 100 goals. No, okay. I'm going to say Austin Matthews, and he's going to get 55 goals. He's uh, fourth in Vegas odds right now. But really? Then, yeah. Yeah, Austin Matthews, baby. Do you want me? Do you want me to go next, or you want to go next, Chalupa? Yeah, might as well keep it in the east there. All right. Um, I'm going to go with the Vegas favorite right now and say Patrick Line. I think it's the yeah, only thing he sure. offers yeah. is goals. Um, yeah, he's not good on the power to kill. No, no, it's the only Penalty thing he kill. offers that team is the <laughs> is goals. So, uh, and you know what? Like he's a he's a legitimate scorer. Yep. Gets better every year, looks good. So, I can see him. Uh, I love how we're picking the the rivals. Me and yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> Natural Habs leave combination. <laughs> uh, what about you, Chalupa? Are you going to say Connor McDavid? <laughs> I wish I picked. It a has to be Connor. McDavid. How many, how many, how many I feel like it has. Say there, Brian. Oh, yeah. uh, I think Line is going to pot forty-seven this year, and that's going to take that's going to take the trophy. Oh, really? Wow! I, like my my pick was also Line. I was going to go with sixty. Oh, wow! I, wow! I think ambitious. He's going to get, but that team is good. If, that team is good. If Shifley yeah. or Wheeler can well, if Shifley, if Shifley can stay healthy, or if Line is playing yeah. with Wheeler, I think he's got the possibility to hit sixty. In a full season, he's he's a year older. He's got a year under uh, another year experience under his belt. I think he could do it. Like what did Ovi did sixty five like, a few years ago? Didn't he? I was like, all I know is that Ovi got forty nine last yep. year, and that was what five ahead yep. of Line. Line had forty four. What did you say? How many goals? I said forty seven. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'll I'll go with Line for sixty. But if I was going to take, uh, you know. It is, is it is worth saying too that McDavid said that he was working on a shooting this year and he already he finished one, yeah one time last year he finished with like what forty goals around there so it would be a hell of a thing yeah, to right see him 40. get the Art Ross and the Maurice Richard um, I don't I, I, I would think love he for might finish in third so or fourth too. for the scoring race um, I think it's more of an a line a, um, Ovechkin race Matthews could surprise too. I also want to just throw it out there too. Brad Marchand, I think, could throw in a lot of goals with Bergeron and Pasternak on his line. So that that was the fuck deadliest that, line fuck, last year. Fuck that hockey. guy. So we'll see how it goes. It's going to be an exciting year, though. Like I love this time of year because everyone's about talking about, oh, who's going to do this? Mm. Who's going to do that? So yeah, I'll say line A with sixty. Um, moving on. Yep. Well, none of us really care about who's going to win the Calder this year, so we won't even worry about that. Because <laughs> none, none of our teams have a rookie involved. <laughs> hey, my team does. Yeah, Brian's team's all rookies. <laughs> my team's not going to be playing this year. I figure they're going to put him back to Europe or in uh, the minors for a bit. I would have thought so, but he's had a good preseason fast, so far, man. Like he's His preseason speedy. has been good. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think we can all say that the odds-on favorite is Buffalo's uh, Rasmus Sundin. Dallin. Dis Dallin, yeah. Dal- yeah. Dallin. Oh, I've heard. I've heard Dallin. Yeah. I've heard Pedersen. I've heard Dallin. I've heard Dallin. Casey Middlestat from Buffalo. You could go a few different ways, but um, here, yeah. here's here's a really good topic uh, that that we'll jump into further detail later on. Um, Norris Trophy winner this year. Best defenseman oh. all around. This is going to be a hot Jake Gardner. 
We didn't say the most giveaways, the most gifts. <laughs> Doesn't that count? Isn't he that a good stat? He was the reason why Boston won. Oh, my God. Yeah, he had the worst game of his career. It just happened to be in a playoff game. Um, do you want me to st- I mean, come on. Like, how, how do you not just want to... You want the, the feel-good story of the year. You want Carlson to take it and then shove it up Eugene Melnick's dick. No? Just me? Just, just me? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> no, I really don't. <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah, I don't. I, I want I want Carlson to get it so bad. I just think I hate the fact that, like, the Norris Trophy goes to when players like Carlson and Subban um, become Norris candidates because they're really, like, they're pure offensive defensemen. I agree. And yeah, it drives fair, me There should be an offensive trophy, like a Bobby Orr trophy or yeah. Paul Coffey trophy. The and Ray then there's Bork. the all-around. Paul Coffey, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, because Paul Coffey did not play so. defense. <laughs> no, no. I'm pulling up the Vegas odds right now, actually, just to kind of see who uh, who we have for uh, for this. But I don't know, man. Every year, like every year, I kind of always lean on like the Drew Doughty's, mm-hmm. but I always get disappointed because, like, once again, like when Drew Doughty doesn't have a good offensive season, like. It's like they forget about him. It's like they forget mm-hmm. that he's one of the best lockdown defenders in the league that still can put up 40-plus points. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Like, to me, to me, he he's like the epitome of what a defenseman should want to be. Right? So, I, I feel like this year might go to someone not on the radar. It's going to go to Darlene. Yeah, it might. First year. Well, I was, yeah, can you imagine? Ro- rookie oh. and... Seth Jones was nominated last year. I think he was... Fourth in voting, um, he would he definitely would be one to keep an eye on. But I think he got a lower body injury recently, so that might um, tack on uh, tack off a few games for him. If he misses twenty, then he's definitely not the candidate. Uh, uh, sorry, the race. There's just too many strong defensemen out there. I would probably say Hedman. Here's I think Hedman's gonna have a big win here. Uh, oh yeah, Hedman, maybe, Hedman looks really good. Maybe Burns or Carlson doesn't stand out so much, and then Hedman's over in. Uh, Tampa Bay doing his thing, and I can see him. You know. Well, here's my with here's my question for you: Who's a dark horse? Who's a dark horse for oh, it? Oh man! Because I actually like the Headman pick. I think uh, I think I'm going to piggyback on you for the Headman pick. But who's a dark horse? Because I have a dark horse. Oh, huh? good call. Nice, nice pull. I think Ekblad, I have a dark Ekblad, horse. Florida's, Florida's going to look really Dumba? good this year. Dumbo would be a good pick. Yeah, that's who's, a really good one. Who's your um, Dumbo's a pick? But yeah, yeah, I would say I, I said he's had concussion problems before. I think he's going to have a full season. Florida's looking really good. Um, I, I don't think they'll be a wild card even. I think they'll make it into the, the actual top three. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I think Ekblad could really have a good bounce back season here. I think so. Um, I think... Klingberg? You know, <laughs> I like I like uh, for a dark horse pick. I like Ekman Larson as a dark horse pick. Mm. That's fair. A, for the Coyotes. Morgan Riley. Yeah, I say Morgan Riley. And or a dark horse pick. You want to go really into dark horse picks? I think Jack Johnson. Like the signing, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, a good signing. I, I think, think the Penguins got a very good defensive defenseman who That's really in Pittsburgh in there. could yeah. put up points, though, man. Who knows? We don't know if he's going to be their top-line or second-line defenseman yet. 
The Penguins made I, Hal Gill look good, so let's just put that out there. Uh, yeah, okay? the Penguins make defensemen look good. Yeah. Justin Schultz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you I'll got next? I'll throw two out there right away. I'll throw two right there right away as well. Charlie McAvoy and uh, Colton Pareko, mm. possibly. Or even Alex Petrangelo. We always forget about him, but he's a solid D-man. Too. I love him. He's I wicked. love Petrangelo. Absolutely wicked. So we'll see how I've she goes. I've always been a big but fan. And and then I always regret drafting him in fantasy. Just like it's like one of those fanboy picks where you're like, oh, he's not gonna offer me like everything on the stat sheet. I over I I reached for him. But as a for a, a Norris candidate, good one. Fair enough. <sighs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, we're moving on. Okay. Um, Damn right. Who do, you guys have, <laughs> who do we have for a, a sleeper this year? Um, yeah, Anthony, we'll start with you again. Like uh, team, that maybe sleeper might, team might, might, might have been a uh, sleep sleeper, um, oh. a player, player, somebody that might surprise you this year. Oh, or surprise oh everybody. man, just explode. Uh, oh, fuck, I don't William know. William Carlson, <laughs> William Carlson this year. Oh. You know what? Okay, go, Brian. You go first. I, I don't. I don't have anything right now. Um, does it have to? Are we looking? Because like William Carlson, like he exploded on the goal front more than anything else. But can we pick a goaltender? I don't see why you can. You can pick a defenseman. You can pick anybody, man. Not necessarily even like points. Just somebody that steps up and all of a sudden just shows their powerhouse. I think there's one player that I really like the signing of, and he's going to play on a shit team, and I think he's going to stand out more than a lot of people think he will, and that's and that's Carter Hutton. I think the Sabres have not very much to offer, but as a goaltender, um, you know, I like his play style. Anytime I've watched him in the past, when he does get an opportunity, he steps up, so... I think we're. Uh, I think it looks good with him, in all honesty. So that's my pick for kind of a sleeper who people think won't do much that will probably do a lot more. So I think we pass it off to you, Anthony. Uh, I still don't have anybody. I don't. I don't really know, but. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I haven't had my ear to the ground too much on it right now. I've kind of been obsessing with the uh, the baseball season, but I, if if I'm gonna put, I'll put it. Where I know it, which is the Leafs, um, I really hope that a guy like Zach Hyman has a really productive year. The guy's a grinder, and he, he gets into corners and he feeds math. This guy gets, you know, two or three, maybe even four times more assists and he gets goals. But I would love to see him have a, a huge breakout offensive year. To, to just, I mean, he's going to be playing on one of the best lines in the league. I, I'd hope to see. I'd hope to see it pay off. I got one more. Sergachev. Yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. He, that's another one that just comes to mind right now. Someone that, by the way, makes me cry at night every time I watch him play for Montreal making a boneheaded trade. But uh, he just, he epitomizes what you want out of, uh, out of a defenseman. Um, and I just think a lot of people sleep on him. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Can I, can I just put this out there really quickly before I forget? That the Carolina Hurricanes are going to play two games in full Whalers Uni. Are they? 
That's so lame. Yeah. I just, just move <laughs> to Hartford. Just move to Hartford. Totally, <laughs> totally, totally. But I, for me, one of my all-time favorite logos. You could, you could put some nice spice on that and make it look modern again. What's your favorite, like, off-topic... What's your favorite uniform of all time? Not a Leafs uniform. Oh, favorite, like favorite jersey. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay, I, I really like that Columbus third jersey that they had with a cannon on it. I thought that was kind of badass. I've always loved the Chicago Blackhawks black jersey with the circle yeah. chief's head. Um, and the ducks, the old school ducks. Please tell me the purple ducks. like the Yeah, like, like I'm talking uh, original Korea, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I love that uniform. Paul Korea. And then, of course, the Gretzky Kings jersey. Oh, the Those are sexiest. The Chevy logo, yeah, 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 yeah. Way better. Listen, they came off that silly gold, uh, purple and like the Lakers rip off the oh, yeah, yellow yeah. and purple. Yeah, yeah. Well, pass that, on that one. It was owned by the same yeah. uh, guy. It was the same owner. Is that yeah. why? Uh, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Then. What about you, Chaloops? Um, <laughs> well, I really like. The, I'm probably gonna get flack from Anthony for this. And the Sharks. I really, I really do like the fucking Boston the Buffalo Sabers jersey during the Hashik era. With the white buffalo mm, on it, the the red really, yeah. yeah. Okay, you know what, you know what, I, I I won't I won't take that from you. I thought the transition was really good. I like I like that transition to that red and black jersey. I like the two is I like the they had a third jersey where it had two sabers going across and it was red and then a black dot with two sabers and I was like finally mm. they have it right. It's not because like, every <laughs> team from Buffalo oh. has the <laughs> buffalo as a fucking logo. It, they're the Buffalo yes. Sabres, not the Buffalo yeah. Buffaloes or the Buffalo Bison. It's <laughs> Buffalo yeah. Sabres. It'd be like it's Buffalo uh, Bills. Fuck, I don't, I don't get it. It's so stupid. Anyway, yeah, that, no, that's, that was that's a big a, one. That's for a good me. one. I really It'd be like the Toronto Maple Leafs having the CN Tower as their logo. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know why they can't do that is because CN is super, super, super picky with where they lend the CN Tower imagery to. <laughs> Because the Jays tried to do something like that a couple years ago. I can, uh, I can see that. It just makes me. That just makes me sick to my stomach. Um, I know. Okay, what about you? Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, go ahead. Go ahead. Any, any others? Any uh, the Whalers jersey, yeah. sorry, jersey sorry. is sick. The Nordiques jersey is. I love. I love the colors, but I don't really mm-hmm. understand the logo. It kind of confuses me a little bit. Totally. Yeah, man. It's, it's a, Same with the Expos too. The Expos is kind of yeah. Fucked up. Like I don't know what it is with Montreal with uh, odd names and then the logos as well. Um, <laughs> That's that's always a fun one. Uh, other jerseys? Oh fuck, man! I'm trying to think here. I really like the Minnesota Wilds. Um, let me see, see if I can describe mm, yeah. it. It's, it. It was a few years ago. They had the red one, and then I had like the logo to me is awesome. It was mm. very well thought out, but it was red, and I had the strings, and then there was the circle, and it's the Minnesota Wild around there. It. I just thought that was a great. A great, great, great jersey for NHL, and it's kind of like, almost like a throwback to the the, the days of old. Um, yeah, that was a really cool jersey, and I, I'm always a big fan of like the odd winter classic jersey too. Those are pretty sweet, but those yeah, are the yeah. big ones that come to mind right away. I um, I always I always like the the purple Anaheim jersey. I always did. There was something yeah. about it that yeah, yeah. I really liked. Um, and there's a jersey, and I always get ripped when I say this, which is kind of why I started the topic. The Golden like, Knights. The Canucks jersey. The, <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, the Canucks jersey in the nineties, the black with the like yellow the spaghetti uh, dish. Oh, and, like, gross. Yeah. yeah. The skate. Yeah, people people hated it. But for some reason I always They're loved that it back, jersey. And I think it's just because I was a big like Pavel yeah. Burry fan. That I always liked it, right? I always like I always like the Marc Messier era jerseys with the the the, mm. the orchid. I like I've always too, been a fan yeah. of the Sharks jerseys as well. Yeah, that, like the, the Sharks the Sharks here. teal jerseys are always look awesome. So uh, th- this off season, TSN did a uh, best jersey of all time. Yeah, I was just looking. Yeah, I, I got it right here. <laughs> so the number one ranked jersey all time Wait. is the. No, I, I, w- I voted for the Oilers, but it's the 1959-2018 Chicago Blackhawks jersey, the red jersey, the big chief on the, on the front. The number two, the Gordie Howe-inspired uh, Hartford Whalers jersey. Okay. Number, th- number three was a, the Purple Ducks, then Nordiques, then the North Stars. That's all right. That's Buffalo all right. Sabres. I like the color pattern. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, and then uh, the 70s to 90s Sabres, the Red Wings are up there, then the 80s the Oilers. The Wings jersey is classic. And then it, like that dark red. Totally classic. Not dark red, but kind of the cherry red and the just two-tone colors. Yeah. Like, so so classy. Well, that red, you, you know what that red is, right? Like, that's a Detroit City, Muscles, um, Motor City, cherry car red, like the Cadillac like Corvette, cherry yeah. red. like Yeah, Corvette, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Anyways, we're way off topic. But do you have any more, Brian? You, do you no, I think that's pretty much it. I've always been a fan of the Blackhawks. And you know what? And, well. and I'll give Montreal this. I like Montreal's white jersey. That all white, no, no thing. Yeah, I like that one. Anyways, go on. Mm. Oh, that, that's pretty much it. That was my little interjection of a random topic. Now back to Chalupa's prepared question. Yes, let's hear the list, well, buddy. Well, uh, you just made the I, list. I didn't did, uh, talk about my sleeper pick here. Um, but oh, I have, oh. No one cares about your there, sleeper pick. I forgot about it. Jesus. Um, oh, I was going to say Max Domi. I think Max Domi is going to come back a bit and show that he can get points. I'm actually predicting probably a good ooh, hot take 60-point season for Max Domi for Montreal. Wow. I think, I think ooh, he's going wow. to play really hey, man, well like with <laughs> I think they're going to play really well together. And I think it'll be a nice one, too. Yeah. And also, yeah. um, I, I for a goalie, I'm going to throw it to Grubauer. In Colorado, I think he's going to take over the reins uh, from Varlamov. Oh, is that where he ended up? He's going to take it over from oh. Varlamov, and I think they're going to play pretty well this year too. So, oh man, I like. I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting now that you threw out a goalie to compare Grubauer with uh, Hudden and see who who takes the shitty teams and makes them look better. Man. Okay, uh, hey Chulupa, is there a sleeper team on your list? Sleeper team, uh, besides the Oilers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Hi, Tom. Well, it's like I've been listening to a lot of podcasts with um, the hockey and all that kind of stuff. And they're talking about these guys and those guys and everything. Like, like a lot of sleeper picks for hockey would be Buffalo and Arizona. And I just don't see those teams really producing at all. No, no. I, I, I say Buffalo. Chicago, yeah. I think Chicago is just, I think they got to do a bit of a, I don't want to say rebuild, but maybe a, a retool, a reassessment. Um, I don't think mm. so. I disagree. I disagree <laughs> wholeheartedly. Rick, I'm trying to think here. If Carey Price and the Habs get their shit together this year, I think they could possibly squeak in there. I really do. I really, really do. I don't think New York Islanders are going to do not. anything. I don't think the Rangers are going to do anything. Minnesota, I think, is going to miss the playoffs. Um, but to, like a sleeper team that's going to surprise, yeah, I would definitely say 
Montreal would be my, my big bet. Huh. I, I hope not. It really is a Habs <laughs> fan. I just I don't want us to sweet squeak into a wild card and get a shitty draft pick and get bounced in the you don't in end up thirteenth in the league. Yeah. yeah, it's the worst feeling ever. It's not how you build it. And Bergevin's just an extension for two years. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah what about the Kings? Like, could the Kings be a sleeper team? Because I feel like they're they're pretty stacked. I I think they're Plus a bubble they, they team. I think they're a bubble team where they're kind of like expected to make the playoffs, but if they miss it, it's barely. Yeah. Uh, It'd be hard to call them actual sleeper. I think they're going to have one or two really hot months, and then then they're going to fizzle out. I think a sleeper team is just any team that does much better than expectations. Right. So I think it depends. I haven't been listening to many hockey podcasts, so I don't know the expectations on teams like the Stars. Right. I don't know where they sit after last year's debacle, but... Like, I always look at them as a sleeper team. I think they have way too much offensive firepower to really uh, to really not compete. The question is, can they bring it all together? Because that's always yeah. been a problem for them. So I could see them being a force to be reckoned with this year. What you got, Cabra? No, wait, wait, what's the next question? Uh, obviously. Oh. oh, ooh. Um, I'm gonna say Holpi. <laughs> I got I got a bus player in real life. It's here. And in real life, I think it's Eric Stahl. Oh, I think Eric Stahl yeah, had an amazing call. year <laughs> last year. Good call. <laughs> um, good. and then in fantasy, people are drafting Evgeny Malkin in the second round and let's he's a great player but last year I think he played more games than he's ever played in a season because every year he's injured and from a fantasy perspective I always lean on let's pick the healthy players the players who are going to be around come fantasy playoffs not the players that are going to get us there so I think people getting him in the second round is just a huge reach, and he's going to hurt a lot of fantasy teams that draft him that early. Hmm. Uh, I feel like I feel like someone out of Vegas is just going to wait. No, Jamie Ben. I'm going to pick Jamie, not with Vegas, but Jamie Ben. Really? Whoa. I yeah. disagree. I think he's a. I think he's him and Sagan are going to light it up this year. Yeah, you know, there's something about Dallas. I feel like they're they're just so front heavy. Like uh, they're maybe even like too front heavy. They might be the only guys to be able to like outscore the Leafs. <laughs> I was gonna make a I was gonna, so I was gonna make a front heavy joke. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then them titties, them titties them is so titties. big. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! All right, Aaron. What else you got? Well, on list? Uh, my my bus pick would probably be Dustin Brown. Um, he had a, a huge oh. huge oh. year. Uh, and then yeah. if I was gonna, th- yeah, he uh, uh, my my spiteful pick would probably be Hall. Uh, but because we're we're predicting <laughs> a full healthy season, which I think Hall will probably get injured this season, because he this was like the first season he's he ever does. played. This was no th- this Hart Trophy year was like the first year he's played all eighty two games, or pretty well a whole season. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I'm thinking that there's big hype in New Jersey. I think New Jersey's gonna come back to earth a little bit. Um, I don't. I don't. Mm. I, I agree. Ever since Broder, Stevens, Niedermeyer era, I just don't see these guys like that deadly of a team. So, um, 
I don't, I don't think the league's going to take him for granted like they did last year. Like last year, they, they oh, thought they were going to get these two points. Well, man, Vegas, New Jersey, Colorado, those are the big surprises last right. year. Yeah, so yeah. The, and they, and they yeah. all were taken for granted. So, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. my, my big, it, besides Stahl, I think Stahl's going to come back to earth big time. I think, uh, I really do think that Dustin Brown and a lot of the Kings are going to come crashing back to reality there. Andre Kopitar, I love him. I think he's one of the best hockey players in the league. I, I don't see him coming. I agree. I hundred percent agree. No, I don't think so. And Dion Phaneuf. You leave Phaneuf alone. <laughs> yeah, I, leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> leave him alone. What did he ever do to you? <laughs> All right, next on the list. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I should actually look at these before we start going again. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess hot topic. How do you think Vegas is going to do this season? Make the playoffs, first round, second round? Not make the playoffs? Uh, Stanley Cup? Vegas is... No, Vegas this year is going to be... Um, the girl who, who showed up in high school who was hot. Like, you're like, oh shit, that girl's really hot. And then she's hot for the whole school year, and she comes back, and she's as hot, but the wow factor's gone. The shines off Vegas. People are gonna. People are not gonna walk in there. They're they're gonna they're gonna basically take the template that kind of um, that that gave win, um sorry the Caps Washington Capitals the edge in the playoffs and they're gonna play Vegas like that. Uh, although Vegas has a little bit of a facelift, they're still gonna impress a lot of people. I don't think they're gonna be as special as they were last year. I uh, I'm torn on Vegas because I think Statsny is an underrated addition. Mm-hmm. I I think he's a great center, especially when you he's most likely going to get paired with Pacioretty, right. right? And when you pair him with a scorer like Pacioretty, I think it's just going to be a good combination and then for a second line because you know that's going right. to be their they're not going to touch their top line. Why would you? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. so, as a second line, that's lethal and that adds depth, but. That being said, you know, I think a lot of a lot of teams multiple factors. A, I think when you travel to Vegas, you know, there could be more partying, there could be a lot of things that happen when you go to Vegas and I think that wears off over time. So maybe teams, you know, players can smarten up a little bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little regression on Vegas part there because teams may just play them better. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I think overall it'll be an interesting year. I don't expect them to replicate what they did. I don't think they're going to make the conference finals. They'll make the playoffs for sure. It's just I see maybe a second round bounce. Um, I would like to say that they probably will get eliminated in the first round. It'll they'll 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 make it in no problem. Um, but I just I just see some other team being hungrier and just learning from the mistakes of other teams beforehand. And just planning better. Well, and 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 can we just talk about Flurry not living up to uh, to expectations this year? Because I know that's going to happen. I think he'll be a bust this year if there's a lot of player. If there's a goalie bust, calling Flurry as the goalie well, bust. Well, I'll say that too. Like, but you got to think about last year. He didn't play a full season, and still they were very they they were a very dominant team. You look at uh, the backups they had. What did they go eventually to the the fifth string, fourth string, and they still came up with some wins? So even if Flurry might go down here and there or not play as well, I could see them still fighting as a team and playing. So they won't finish as the Pacific Division, you know, champions. 
but they definitely will make the playoffs. Uh, Fleury is going to, again, come back to reality a little bit. He'll probably be playing... Uh, he'll probably have a good season, but not spectacular like he did. They won't, they're not going to make a life-size, a life-size statue of him made of chocolate. For sure. I could see him finishing, like, see Vegas finishing, like, fourth or fifth in the West, kind of like a mid-playoff team. And I could totally see them getting bounced in the first, but I just think that they're more likely to be bounced in the second round. Um, yeah, so after that... Who do you think is going to have a better bounce back here, Dallas or St. Louis? Dallas. St. Louis. St. Louis. St. <laughs> Louis. I Listen, I love O'Reilly as when I watch his game, but that man kills locker rooms. That man kills locker rooms. There's something about him that just he destroys locker rooms, and St. Louis is always already fragile. They've lost a lot of players. They trade for him. They sign who they sign, Perron? Uh, yeah, yeah, he signed Perron because Perron always goes always back, back to St. Louis. You can't get rid of Perron yeah, in St. Exactly. Louis. Yeah, so like to me, to me, like I just nothing wows me about them. You know, they got rid of one of their best defenders last year. So like, you know, um, what's it called? Why am I dropping his name? Shattenkirk. Shattenkirk's one of their best defenders. He was good on the St. Louis team. I don't even know where he's playing right now. Is he still in New York Rangers? Yeah. What? I was like, isn't he in no, Washington? Washington? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, I was like, they traded him away, and he was great on that team. He made an excellent pairing with uh, with Petrangelo when they actually played them together. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, like I just to me, I'm not, I'm not impressed by both them. teams are going to have the same issue, which is keeping the puck out of their own net. Dallas is probably in a worse position, but they're going to win their games by scoring six goals a game. And St. Louis, they're going to take some time to get the chemistry going. But I think I think they have more pieces. They don't have the hot names, but I think they, they probably have closer to four lines than, than what what a Dallas has. I think I think as long as you have Tarasenko on your team, you have a chance. Like he yeah. can put up goals. Like he's a sleeper candidate. Who's that? For, Schultz too. Schultz. The Rocket Trophy. Uh, Schultz. Yeah, Schultz is interesting too. Like they have an interesting team. Like St. Yeah. Louis, you never know what you're gonna get on them, but that's been forever. Yeah. You never yeah. like St. Louis was always the team that would you know kind of make the playoffs. They like look six. good. They might be the Cinderella. Yeah, and yeah. It was like ooh, they could they could pull like an L.A. Kings. Yeah. Ooh, they could like, and then they never put it together. I so I Jake Allen is very inconsistent, I think, but then you also have such a solid yeah. defensive core. Like I'm a big fan of Colton Pareko. He's a solid defender. Um, I agree. What is that one defenseman's name? He was a rookie last year, and he just kind of came onto the scene a bit better. Frick, I can't think of it right now. Um, but yeah, then you got young guys like Jordan Cairo and then Robert Thomas, who looks really good. So uh, St. Louis, man, they're, they're pretty deadly. And then Ben Bishop, injuries. So it's it's really tough to yeah. say. I think St. Louis will play very well this year. They actually might uh, take their... Well, I'd say they probably finished second to Winnipeg here in the standings. So, mm. I think they'll. That's I, think they'll I think they'll have a really good, really good season here. I uh, I don't know. I just like I think Dallas. That offensive firepower. I don't think 
I think they have something to prove. I think Sagan knows he has something to prove. I think Jamie Benn definitely feels he's something to prove that he can actually elevate a team to a winner as opposed to just being someone who can get individual stats, right? So I would be very surprised if Dallas lays a goose egg this year. I think that they're a team to be reckoned with, and I think a lot of teams are going to underestimate them because of last year. So I think it's going to be very interesting. I like the fact that I'm apart from you two on that, though. It makes the season that much more exciting. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, who's your Stanley Cup final? Tommy Police and the San Jose Sharks. Wow, just bandwagons. That's all you hop on, eh? I uh, think I think it's gonna happen. Really? Why San Jose? Because of Carlson? Uh, no, I think Evander Kane one more year there. I think he's probably gonna have a career year. And actually, that's my fucking dark horse. I'll put I'll put. Whoa, I whoa, whoa! Count dark him, horse. <laughs> oh, wow. 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 wow! I would have, I would have yeah, expected that right. from Brian there. Oh man! <laughs> I know, eh? the, the racist comic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, as my mulatto horse, I pick Evander Kane. Wow, that's even worse. Is it? Damn, that was, was better. Like, I was like, I think that's worse. As my non-denomination horse, <laughs> I pick. Well, we'll be dropping end bombs in here, Jesus. <laughs> yes. So. um yeah, I, I think Evander came one more year in San Jose. I think they're, they're going to do a strong push for Joe Thornton. I, I don't know. I, I Jones, I don't know. I feel, I feel like there's a lot of good things going on. Burns, of course, another year older, but then the guy's still... I, did you guys watch that series on, on YouTube about Brett Burns? It's like a four-part series. I did not. Man, this guy, he's, he's a workout beast. I would hope oh, so. Yeah? He's getting paid millions of dollars yeah. to do that. Yeah, I don't know. No days off for that guy. Anyways, yeah. Fuck it. Uh, I like Winnipeg. I like Winnipeg a lot this year. I liked them last year, Winter too. Peg. I really liked them last year, too. So, um, you know, Anthony can uh, be as upset as he wants. But I, I do actually like the Leafs this year as well. But I just don't know if Toronto can get past Tampa. I just don't know if I see yeah. that happening. Yeah, it's it's and, and that's gonna be the worst series to watch. <laughs> that's gonna be hands down <laughs> the conference finals, Tampa Toronto. It's gonna be the worst series to watch because both teams are gonna look exactly the same, flying up and down you the ice. You see Toronto in the in the conference final. I see Boston and Toronto in the first round, and. Guess what happens? Doesn't Bo- and Boston seven disappointment? <laughs> Boston w- will not finish higher than the Leafs this year. Oh, I'm not. I'm the not Leafs, saying that at all. I'm not saying not that saying at all. That. All I'm saying is that You're, playoff experience, baby. I know. I agree. The Leafs are the odds-on favorite to win the cup this year. Do you know when the last time the Leafs won a playoff series? I know because I heard the other day, and I was like, I got to save this for the podcast. I was shocked. I want to know. Okay. The last time Leafs won a playoff series, Pat Quinn was a fucking coach. Oh. 2000 and motherfucking four. Wow. The last time they won a series. Wow. wow. And also, we're due. I'm just saying the we're Leafs due. might be the odds-on favorite in Vegas, but you know what? how Vegas odds happen is because people bet. So people if bet. Like, it's like, <laughs> exactly. oh, well, if I think this is going to happen because I want to get money, I'll do this. So take it from an Oilers fan on Vegas bets. It doesn't mean shit if your team is thought to be the Stanley Cup champion in Vegas. Fuck that shit. 
Oh, I agree. Oh, uh, yeah. McGregor was only plus 400 against Mayweather. And I was like, really? He's only plus 400? He should be plus, like, 22,000 <laughs> against Mayweather. But well, people people lay their money down, right? E- even even you guys who, who aren't, aren't giving the Leafs benefit of the doubt, the Leafs are a really good team. They're a really good team. I agree. Okay, listen, the Oilers, when they're picked to win weren't as deep as the Leafs are. Here's what I'm saying, though. I'm saying Anderson's due for some regression this year. Okay, that's I, fine. I believe that. And I don't know if you have a defensive core that can withstand your goaltender going through a regression like he will. Okay. And that's going to be your biggest okay. problem. So so fine. And then you, Tampa Bay or maybe Boston in that first round will right. expose it, and that's going to be and, a and, and And that would be, that'd be the, the likely situation. But on Anderson... I don't think he's going to get the workload that he got last year. Also on Anderson, if he does regress a little bit, that's fine. Matt, the, the argument between McElhinney or Sparks is a thing. Sparks was the, the top goaltender in the AHL last week, or last year, sorry. So I feel like that's got to add some depth or some push or something to it. And if you want to argue with the defense core, I get it. That's the weakest part of the team. Ask the Pittsburgh Penguins what they did back-to-back years and the piece of shit paper defense that they have. That's good coaching, the, too. Here's my problem. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to jump into this as well. Um, I, I, You could have a very good offense. Oh, uh, For an example, for a team, let's say from mm, Dallas. 2008 until 2017, the Washington Capitals. Yeah. Yeah, but they didn't win this, the Cup this year uh, last year on defense. Uh, yeah, they remember, they, they really remember, did. Uh, they had. I, no, no, I'm pretty sure they. Uh, I'm they sure, I'm they sure picked up scraps from the I'm Penguins. Pretty sure the defensive they, they, team. They picked up Orpic from the Penguins. Shattenkirk. <coughs> they picked up Orpic. Yeah, he's and they an offensive defenseman. Though. Yeah, because they need. To, yeah. They oh they my God! Defensive a defensive defenseman. <laughs> oh, who would have thought that it? you needed no, a defensive defenseman to play defense? Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Shattenkirk is not a defensive defenseman. I think Shattenkirk's a decent two-way He's defenseman. an offensive defenseman. I think he's a decent two-way defenseman. I'm not okay. saying he's going to blow you he, away. He's, if for, he, to throw him on the third pairing? Okay, oh, yeah. Come on. But you're, yeah, but he didn't throw him on the third pairing. He was on the first pairing. No, he was on the power play, and I'm pretty sure he was either second or third pairing. I don't think he was top pairing. Uh, maybe, maybe second pairing, but... Uh, yeah, like the Shankert was a prize at the trade deadline. Beauty. Yeah, and 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 they did the right thing for it. But Orpic, the, the Magic have the, also won Stanley Cups, and you guys pride yourself right. on Ron Hainsey. So you can't like so. Let's just lump those guys maybe in the same <laughs> kind of group there. Maybe maybe Hainsey is Orpic and oh. uh, Niskanen worthy. Uh, you got Shattenkirk, who is a prize defenseman. I don't think so anymore, but right. at a certain time. You got John Carlson. And then you have Dmitry Orlov, who can just like I, I would like to say he's kinda like a Nicholas Cronwall who can hit chip in on the offense, but he can crush people defensively. I've seen some of his hits. Oh my but god. He that he look but he he looks good on, on a on a Washington team with with the other guys that he has on there. You put that guy in in Dallas he disappears. No, 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 not at all. You you put Orlov in Dallas along Klingberg, and you got a solid top pairing. Yeah, I think Orlov is a really good defenseman. He could play on any team and make them better. Ekblad, top pairing. 
put him in San Jose instead of Carlson, he could play with Burns. Like, I think he's a really good defenseman. I think he's a really good defenseman, and he can punish people. It's like Cronwall. Like, Cronwall was the number one defenseman after Lindstrom left, and he did all right. Obviously, he's not Lindstrom, but he held his own. Well, no no one's going to be. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, maybe. I agree. Okay, so that was my pick, San Jose and Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? Can can I just interject real quick and just say, um, all of us like teams that struggle with defense and have for a pretty long time. I mean, if you're not Nashville, <laughs> like like Nash, I feel like Nashville's the only team that doesn't have any defense issues. Minnesota never had defense issues yeah, I mean, for so, so long. Yeah, and now Sooner but, can't like, yeah, skate. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Sutter actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here <laughs> right. you go again. Sorry. <laughs> um, but my, I think my picks, my picks would be uh, Tampa, Winnipeg. Yeah, those are good. Those are good picks. High end picks. Just yeah. like uh, yeah, I think. Brian's wife thinks that Brian and I sound the same. It must be because we. Pick the same, Eric Stahl, and then we're all. Oh gonna my <laughs> goodness! I gotta write this shit Cap down. Cap Bay and Winnipeg. It'll be easy because you guys pick the same thing again. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good lock there. And then Winnipeg, and then Winnipeg think, wins it. Yeah, uh, that's exactly how I have it. I just think that you got two extremely deep teams that both have top goal scorers in the league. Uh, and I think the difference with Winnipeg is, aside from Shifley, I think Winnipeg can stay healthier than Tampa can, especially Stamkos. Like, Stamkos is, uh, he's a generational talent that, you know, gets hurt every season, so. Yeah, that's true. I, ah, fuck, man, Tampa's a good team. Yeah. You know, and, and whenever we talk and about the East, too, we never add, yeah, we never add Washington into the argument because they're, they've, they've been a joke for so long. Like, they've been a first or, round or second round forever. But you, you still got to give respect to the champ. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like Washington, I don't think they have enough to repeat, but I think they have enough to do some damage. Yeah, I agree. Just like Pittsburgh, too. Pittsburgh's PR is they're going after Washington. Like, see that cup you guys have been playing with all summer? We're going to need that back. Yeah, like you can never count out those teams, right? You can yeah. never count out the Pens. Like you can, you can't count out count out a team that has Sidney Crosby and is adding actual defensemen for once. Finally, yeah, you can't count them out. So is that is that the one of the top signings this summer? I think, in terms of fit, I think if the Leafs spent because like Pittsburgh got Johnson for what four million a year, like four point five. Yeah. Okay. If the Leafs spent that and just re-upped JBR, it probably would have been a better decision for them than Tavares, personally. That's that's what I think. Yeah, I, I think Tavares, like, you can't have enough centers. I agree. And then and then Tavares goes to San Jose, and then but then San Jose doesn't get Carlson. Yeah. Like, I, I just... To but then where does Carlson? 11, Carlson then ends up in Tampa Bay? Oh, my God. I think that $11 million could have been re-spent, and I bet you could have got JBR for cheaper than the Flyers did. Yeah, maybe, but... I mean, because the Flyers paid him what seven million a year, which he's not worth that. You you guys probably no. could have got him for like five point seven six million a year. I love JVR as the shoot guy, like the guy that's gonna shoot when everyone else on your team is gonna pass. I like JVR for that. I like JVR's sweet, sweet, sweet hands uh, in close. I like that. But JVR was allergic to the corners. He would hate to get anywhere close to the boards. 
through body checks like he was in a pillow fight. And like there's a lot of things not to like about JVR. Tavares, I'm not saying is, is going to lay out guys or anything, but JVR will go in the corners. He's a better puck handler. He's a better passer. I, 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 Did you guys need that? Who doesn't need it? Who doesn't want it? Who doesn't want it, Brian? I get Tell everyone me. Everyone wants it, but when you you already I can't you're telling me you're not going to get. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the difference, right? You guys, you're, you're telling me that. you're not going to take a guy in his prime, a first overall guy who wants to prove himself, who wants to play in your market, and is going to give you a deal. You're telling me you're not going to sign that guy. Uh, no, because now you guys no, are going to... Shut up. You're, no, yes, you for, are. Not for $11 million a year. I hate the fact that we pay Carey Price as much as he, oh, we do. Oh, you know, that's actually... Thank you for bringing that up. That's actually something I wanted to talk about. It, I thought it was wild because I, wa- I was looking at the top five paid goalies in the league. And Carey Price is well ahead of anyone else. Okay, yeah, Carey Price is like $2 million ahead of um, maybe Lundqvist at 8.5. Which is also absurd, but that's what you but get for locking up. The five goals. top goalies in the league, zero cups. Like $100 million between them, zero cups. Blew my mind. I had no idea. Like, that's a crazy stat for... For having something so un- unproven, like, again, don't get me wrong, Carey Price is proven zero cups. So, I, 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 I'd like to Peke argue Rene, this, zero cups. Um, we're we're paying more for players in the last decade than ever before. So like Broder, Waugh, um, Hashik, and all that kind of shit. But how many teams have won in the last ten years? On on excellent goaltending too. Like you don't you're not seeing a whole lot of goalies win the Conn Smythe Trophy. You know, very often, and they're not asking. Didn't Flurry win it? Billions in dollars. Pardon me. Did Flurry? Did Flurry win one one year? Out of his three cups, did he get one? Maybe I think the he got first one. one. That would have been. Maybe I think I think the that first might have been, one. Yeah. What was that? Two thousand eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand. It was like Corey Crawford never won a con. Smith. No. Anthony no. Emmy never did. Jonathan yeah. Quick didn't, and he's a good goalie, or was. Jonathan Quick's an awesome goalie. Well, yeah. was. No, like, I, I, Can't like stay and, uh, what's his name there? Matt Murray. He wasn't, <laughs> you know, obviously no, a Conn Smythe trophy winner. That guy might be fighting for a job soon. Yeah. No, really, really, man. So uh, it, it's it, it's not hard to say, okay, yeah, these guys are paid very well. It's They're paid really well because they want to keep them on the team because they think that they're going to be the answer. Cam Ward won a cup for the Car- Carolina Hurricanes. He, he's a good. He was a good goalie in his prime, but he's, he's. I wouldn't even say he was in the top ten in the league when he won the cup. I agree. So, I agree. I always felt that way about Corey Crawford as well. Was oh like yeah, no Corey 10, Crawford, but... totally, totally. He was just a. a, a de- it's like D- Detroit after Osgood, and uh, you know. Oh, look at Lolongo too. Lolongo's another guy too. Oh, fantastic! I goalie. think Lolongo is a great goalie, yeah. actually. Yeah, but no zero exactly. cups. Huge paycheck, zero but, cups. Like, with uh, with Chicago for the longest time, I figured that they were like Detroit back in the day, where they just had a stellar team Actually, and they didn't need to worry about their goalies because they had Osgood, who's I'm a good, wrong. who's a yeah. good goalie. I'm wrong. They had Hashik and Cujo, who just were there. Mike Vernon. And then, well, Vernon was way back Mike in the day. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, you yeah. can include him too. But then they got Manny Legacy, who was like, oh, what a great goalie, oh, and Jimmy yeah. Howard. <laughs> oh my God, what is essential goal? No, and Ty Conklin. No, no, they're just there stopping puck, no, stopping too. twenty shots a night. Yeah. And the Oilers, and that's it. And then now they're like, you know, I, 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 I was wrong. Shit here. Well, so that there is one goalie on that list. Tuka Rask has a cup, and he was on. Yeah, the list. he does. 
Yeah, yeah. that actually that that so that he, maybe he was the, the exception to the rule. Should have kept him. Did, but but, fuck but you're but me. he wasn't the starter. <laughs> he day. wasn't the starter though. Tim Thomas was the starter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. To this day, I still I I, I kept saying keep Tukaras, trade Justin Pope. Oh god. And to this day. <laughs> I say that Tuka Rask is 10 times better than Tim Thomas, and Tim Thomas is a piece-of-shit goalie who on 90% of like the teams in the NHL would have been trash and was trash up until the point where he landed in the most beautiful situation possible in Boston. <laughs> and everyone who rides Tim Thomas's dick... <laughs> I'm telling you. All I'm gonna say, all I will I'm gonna say for Tim have Thomas. your girlfriend give me a foot job. That's how much I hate. I don't him. think Tim Thomas is a really Tim nice Thomas. person at all. I think he's a really awkward guy uh, in the point where he wouldn't go to the White House, and he was the only American right. on the team when Boston won the cup. <laughs> but I will say he was fire that year and in the playoffs, and I loved how he wouldn't like. There was the quote where they go up to him, and he's just like. Yeah, so what do you think about Luongo last game? He's like, I'm not going to pump up his tires. I'm playing against him. <laughs> you want me to say things that Classic American. Say nice things about him? No, I'm not going to do that. I thought that was pretty funny. Because he was the Kevin Bieksa, but for Boston. Um, but he was he was a sensational goalie in the playoffs. But saying that, you could be a sensational goalie for one season and one playoffs, and then don't do anything else, which he didn't do. Yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah. That's it. I will say that he was... Ask Scott Darling how that yeah, worked. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, Jim Carrey in the 90s for Washington. Oh, my God. Oh. Jim Carrey, yeah. Classic. Oh, my way back, way back. Yeah, totally. So, that's that's all I was saying. He was a really good goalie for a brief period of time for the Boston Bruins. He did his job, and they won the cup. But after that, I really don't care. Like 35 when he signed him or something like that? He was, he was 32. 32 yeah. like, rookie. Yeah, there you go. Hey, you gotta respect that. You gotta he, respect. Yeah, for sure. Don't give you up on the dream. You got butterfly, you got stand up, you got hybrid, and then you have Tim Thomas, who's like, uh, I don't even know what you can call that style. It's like butterfly on cocaine. Um, uh, yeah. Orthodox. <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't form as much as it was speed with him. Where, where Hasek. Speed it, and desperation. Yeah, Hasek was like, um, by any means necessary, Tim Thomas was. I'm just gonna put whatever I can in the way and hope that hope that the puck deflects away. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one time, like I saw him get hard just so that he could. <laughs> oh my make god, Brian, you have some serious hard, hate. Now, now you're a Habs fan, and the Hab Bruin uh, rivalry is strong. But is it is it because of that, or do you just really hate Tim Thomas that much? I just hate Tim Thomas that much. I love Tuca. Yeah, I love Tuca. I think he's amazing. Yeah. I wish we were we weren't paying our I wish we were paying our goaltender. What do you think? Money. What what is yeah? What what do you think? Carey Price is really worth. I think no goaltender should be worth more than seven million a season. I agree. Right? I like that too. Price That's a good number. Yeah. Like, just because just because well, he's the best. Him that because you have to keep him. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I don't think any goaltender's realistic worth is worth more than seven million to a team. What do you, okay, what, what should a team lock up in payroll for their starter and backup? Uh, I, per season. In, per in goaltending season. per season, I'd say about nine million combined. Yeah, so so you're thinking like seven six, and two, seven, or six, two, and, six three. and three, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I I what about you, Aaron? You feel about the same? Or for what, sorry? I I missed, I missed the What would you pay? No problem. The, <laughs> what, would, what would you pay? What do you think a team should pay for their starter and backup goalie per season? Oh. 
It, combined? Uh, less yes, than combined, 10%. Yeah. Of the yeah, cap. Yeah, totally. So what, what, what's a cap? What, 80 mil? Yeah. 60, yeah, 70? Yeah. And I think we have... So what is that, like seven, seven and a yeah, half? Yeah, something like that. And we have an interesting situation in Edmonton here where we're paying uh, Koskinen, who is supposed to be our backup, but Montoya is playing better than him right now, in my opinion. The Koskinen's getting two and a Good half mil, where I think Montoya's getting like a mil and a half. Or even a mil. I think Montoya might be getting still in the mil. league. Um, yeah, he's cheap. What's that? Montoya? <laughs> I said he's oh, cheap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he hit him on the cheap. Well, he's, he's yeah. a good backup. Like, you know, he, he did well in Montreal and For other sure. fucking uh, cities yeah. uh, as a backup. That's what he is. He's a, he's a reliable backup. Like, Eight other teams he played yeah, for. Yeah, I know, right? He's just one of those serviceable Bo- guys. I think he played for Boston. He He's played like for Steve like Shields. Arizona. Or Bill Ranford. Steve Shields, yeah. <laughs> Adam Graves. Wait, no, Adam Graves. He's not a goalie. But he that, that, a nice try there, Ant. Yes, he's not a goalie. Any, any, any goalie the journeyman. last 25 years has played for Toronto has played for other, six other teams. Oh, my Vesa God. Vesa <laughs> Like, uh, Vesa. Andrew I, think, I, I think he's selling cars. Yeah, Andrew Raycroft. Not Markstrom. Well, uh, look at, look at Bernier. Gustafson. Bernier. Gustafson. Bernier's, Bernier just walked himself into a three-year deal in Detroit. I don't know if it's a good deal for Detroit, but that guy was was shot out of town, and he's he's got two or three starting gigs since then. He did well, that's in, he did that's, well that's, in Anaheim a, as a backup. He did really well for yeah, Colorado. Yeah, Anaheim backup, right? Colorado, yeah. yeah. And now a three-year deal in, in Detroit. Good yeah. for him. And he'll come back and he'll burn the Leafs. I know it. He'll get like a shutout or one goal yeah, game or something. That happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. And then Cam Talbot, I think he's making like four and a half mil. He's not making a whole heck of a lot of money. That's a good that, number. That that's is a good, good number. deal. That's, good number, like, yeah. if he... that's Corey Crawford money right there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you going back to Corey Crawford. You got a boner for Corey Crawford. I think he's the perfect goaltender for what you want when you have a good defensive core on a team. Yeah. Now Chicago's defense is getting aged. So I wouldn't say good defensive core anymore, but Chicago back in the day. Could Chicago be a dark horse this season? We already talked about that. I said no. I, I just think they're too old. Oh. I think I think too I, old and too much. You cap. never doubt Kane and Taves. Yeah. Um, but I think Keith and Seabrook aren't what they used to be. No. And like they, you know, you always with them. You always had a good second, third line defense, and you don't anymore. Like you, you just don't have that same level of defensive play. And you have Corey Crawford back there. Yeah. So. Aaron, what, what else you got on this list? That's pretty much my list, man. I figured we'd just talk about our teams now. We're definitely over the hour mark. Yeah. Yes, we yes, are. we are. Okay, so let, let, let's quickly, let's just, um, let's, uh, we'd like to talk about the Ottawa Senators for a second. <laughs> Dumpster fire. Yeah. How bad are the Senators going to be this season? How many points will the Ottawa Senators get? Uh, they're going to be as bad as Justin Trudeau. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, we, hey we love Trudeau West here. Got you leave him alone. <laughs> we make fun of him. We make uh, fun of him. Hey, hey, he's ours to make fun of now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> he resides in Ontario. <laughs> okay, how many points are the Senators going to get this year? 12? 13? <laughs> um... What did Buffalo was worse last year was what sixty two points? I think the Sens had sixty seven last year, and that's what I said Montreal would be this year. Montreal okay. this year is the Ottawa last year. Okay. So I'm going to say 
Ottawa is even worse than the Buffalo of last year. So I'm going to say I'm going to say they get 58, which is really tough wow. to do, especially when you get points for losing yeah. in overtime. That's very tough. Aaron? I, I really don't want to put Buffalo in the mud there because I, I, there's there's something that just wants me to be like, no, I think this would be... See, this is the fucked up thing, is that you can't even hope for them to finish last if you are somewhat of a fan or you feel sympathy because their pick is locked to Colorado. Yes. So you want yes. them to do kind of well, but at the same time you're like, well, how well are they going to do? Can't. You know? Uh, so shitty deal, but I don't. Hmm. I want to say that they're not going to finish last, and some other team is going to. But I really don't know who is going to finish really last because <laughs> the Canucks. Ooh, the Canucks. Yeah. I would like. Oh yeah, maybe they'll finish bottom, which would make my friend Travis really no. happy. But I, they actually have a not a bad team. Like their young guys are no, really. No, they got something going on. Their young they guys got something are going really on. good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The Rangers, I think, could finish in the bottom three. I don't think they look very good at mm. all. Uh, Maybe. Detroit, same what thing. What do people think so of the Islanders? Your question was, how many points will Ottawa finish last with? So let's just assume that they do finish last. I will say they probably finish with... Oh, jeez. Um, Brian, what were you saying that the uh, last place team was? I said 58. Uh, last place was the Sabres last year was 62. 62. Oh, God. <laughs> Poor Ottawa. I feel so bad. Yeah. I have so many friends that are Suns fans. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Let's say uh, I'll say sixty. I'll give it even number sixty. Yeah, I, I was thinking along the same lines. Brian said fifty-eight. Anderson he said he's on a bounce-back season. He's always has a good and a bad, good and a bad, good and a bad, and it's supposed to be a good year this year. So who knows? Maybe he steals the show and they go to the playoffs. <laughs> All right. With you saying that, I'm going to say uh, sixty. 62 points I'm going to go with. How much do the Islanders regress? I mean, they, they finished with 80 points last year, which is not bad. Uh, I, th- it's mar- not I think marginally. I think marginally. I, th- I think, um, who, who was their stud rookie last year? Barzell. Barzell? Barzell, not, yeah. Not Tavares. I, I, not, yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're going to they're probably be mid-70s. They got Matt Martin, so that's got to count for something. You got they that got, jersey, uh, don't Leo you? Komarov. I still you have it. It's, for it's every Islanders game. Uh, I I might have to. I'm contemplating buying the NHL Network this season too. Ooh. Just Google. I'm just, just Google about Reddit. The Google Reddit. 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 NHL streams. I know, but then it's like it's so inconsistent too. You get one, and you don't or you get, get one. The American one. stream. Oh. Oh. You got every time you got, every got the time cylinder this guy shoots on net, it, it has a chance to go in. Wow, great analysis, bud. <laughs> they're in, they're in the dead zone. What's the dead zone? You mean neutral ice? Remember when <laughs> OLN was covering the playoffs? <laughs> oh my god, what a fucking time! No, I don't. Oh, that was when the Oilers went this. to the Cup final. Oh five, oh six. They OLN started covering the playoffs, and it was just like, oh my huh, goodness, how about that? Well done. All right, let's finish this podcast with something outlandish. All right, any crazy prediction you want to throw out there? Anything that you think might be interesting? Uh, Machine Gun Kelly pussies out and doesn't respond to Kill Shot by Eminem. Ooh. <laughs> I think he, I think that's it. I think he's already just like in interviews, being like, 
doesn't deserve a response. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You, but you can't clap back on a clap back, can you? Yeah, you can. You it can clap, clap back? Rap. Happens all the time in rap. Listen, I, I, I went side by side with those tracks. I thought Killshot was marginal, like just a little bit better. But it's also, I expected that from Eminem. Well, going second, always you're always, you have the opportunity to flip. But the thing is, you watch YouTube, just watch like some guys that are serious hip-hop heads and watch them break down all the lyrics there's at least like 20 like little sneak disses in kill shot mm. that I didn't even realize. And I'm like, Oh shit, that's a flip of that. Oh shit. That's, and I know I'm what like, I'm doing oh, after this podcast. It's so much better. And I'm like, dude, man, this is on another level. I, I understand why you can't respond to it now. Yeah. Okay. Aaron, <laughs> Talupa, I, I, do you have I anything to mention there about, um, some sleeper picks? Uh, I just want to throw it there. Uh, because preseason, will tell us everything for the future uh, upcoming season here, <laughs> and it is very accurate. Uh, Ty Ratty has seven goals in three games, uh, so I predict that he's going to finish with 100 goals this season. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we'll take the Richard oh, trophy. Oh, yeah, no, easily, easily. Um, oh, no, no, I think, I think he'll do very well with the Oilers. Um, you know, he's... He, w- he was a highly touted prospect back when he was drafted. Um, but I think he'll, he'll fit in well with Nugent Hopkins and uh, McDavid. Uh, you had Kunitz and Dupuy that played with Crosby, and they did very, very well. So I don't see any reason why Raddy can't sit nestle in, in that line and uh, produce. So <laughs> I'd say if Raddy, for the most part of the season, stays on with Nugent and uh, McDavid, he'll finish the season with 50, 50 points, 5-0. <laughs> Uh, that's my hot take. And another one, I'm going to say just absolute wild card, shot in the fucking dark. Uh, Philadelphia wins the cup. Wow. That fucking mascot. <laughs> yeah, right? Just sheer... Gr- gritty? <laughs> gritty. Sheer, sheer fear alone. Just... Uh, <laughs> Gritty oh, comes out of nowhere, just like some homeless just guy punch, just cranked punches right there. Batman right in the face and just takes the cup and runs. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, as, as you as you guys are non-leaf fans, what does William Nylander sign for? I don't even know what he's Doesn't asking sign. for. I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> he's asking for like eight million bucks. Yeah, I hope he takes him. that because then you guys are really screwed. <laughs> No, well, they're not going to give him eight million dollars. Like, there's, there, all the comparables are like Pasternak at six six. Uh, He's not even uh, comparable to Cat Pasternak. Jesus, yeah, Dry Seidel. I am not Dry Seidel. Five million He was a comparison to Pasternak, but okay. Listen, dr- the the crazy thing is like the Dry contract is what's fucking this all up because what they give him like eight million bucks a year, or which something is like that? fair. He's a seventy point player. He 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 scores more okay. than seventy points a season. So, so I that's what that's what Nylander's looking for is like the dry style contract. The thing is, all the comparables in that category are six and change, except for that fucking dry style contract. How? But yes, yeah. no, fucking no, 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 over. No, no. You guys are how end is up giving comparable? him seven, like seven point two. What do you mean? How is he comparable to Pasternak? He's not. Oh wait, wait, hold on. Are we talking dry settle to Pasternak no, or no. Like Nylander? We're talking Nylander to Pasternak. That he's not right. I'm. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm saying that's what they're looking at. Like that's what whatever sources say. Whatever that bullshit is. Yeah, Pasternak's a bargain. T- 
Totally. But he also gets it, too. You know, if you want to be on a contender, you can't take all the money in the bank account. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. You know what? If the Leafs were smart, they'd just give Nylander, you know, they'll probably end up having to give him, like, 7.5, 7.25. And then in a year or two, they deal him. And they get something back for him. Because that's honestly... When you I have to re up Matthews, I don't think they need him. No, I don't think so either. Especially when you have Tavares with eleven, and you're going to have to give Matthews probably twelve million plus a year. Right, and then and then so. Marner is going to be like nine and a half or something. Yeah. So, and the Matthews line A situation is going to be interesting to see like mm-hmm. what those guys are going to be making. Yeah, I mean, let's just get rid of the cap altogether. Fuck teams like Ottawa and. Buffalo and whatever other small market piece of shit. And let's just go back to the old days where the Leafs could sign anybody they wanted for any amount of money and no one gave a shit. Dude, I would love it. I'm a Habs fan. Yeah. There's some money. <laughs> so, There's some money. I would love it. You're arguing to me that uh, Troy Seidel and Pasternak are the ones that fucked up with Nylander's points. Let me just throw... Th- no, 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 no. Go ahead. No, 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 no. No, Pasternak's money is right. It's the dry sidle money that's that's throwing like they're comparing Nylander like Nylander's people are comparing him to dry sidle and they're looking for and that. That's hundred percent true that that they're comparing him to dry sidle. I right. don't see the comparison whatsoever. But let me just throw this out there. Do you know how much money Jack Eichel is making? No. He is making ten million dollars a season. Oh my goodness. Do you know well, Buffalo's got to spend some money? Yeah, right? that's true. Buffalo needs to spend money, yeah. Who do you think? No, no, it's not Buffalo needs to spend money. They need to lock in the first overall pick that they had. That's sorry, second overall pick they that they had. Cash because to they need to keep guy. him because they lost out in the McDavid um, lottery there. So they're just like, oh, well, we need to keep him yeah. because we need to. And he already fired one of our coaches and our general managers. So he's the Well, boss. and that, that's, that's what I meant by that. All right. I meant like you. They're in a position where they have to splash cash. So, who do you think has more points per game, Eichel or Nylander? They played the same amount of seasons. Eichel or I don't know, man. Because Eichel had a couple seasons Nylander. where, like, I'm going to say Nylander by a bit. So Nylander has 185 games played and 135 points. Eichel has 209 games played and 177 points. Oh, so yeah, Eichel's much better. I wouldn't say much better. For points per game. I don't know, man. He, he's got what? He's, he's got, he's he's got played, like he's 37 more points per game for 20 more games played. Like, that ratio is completely different. I wouldn't say completely different. And the difference between making $10 million and however many uh, dollars that Nylander's making... Yeah, so Nylander should go to the Senators. Then he'll make $10 million a go, season yeah. or $9 million a season by that comparison. But on the Leafs, on a winning team that has people that are worth more money than him, if he wants to stay on that team, then he's going to need to take a reasonable and, contract. Well, here's the other thing. How much does that matter to him? Like, how much does playing for the Toronto Maple Leafs matter? Maybe not at all. Like, maybe he goes plays, like, wherever his dad played or something oh, and fucking go Calgary. The Senators, or the Senators are going to be at a point next season where they have to pay people just to hit the minimums. Right. Yeah. So. I, I, I don't know what the answer is, but I, I hear always, whenever I'm listening to the radio, I always hear these conflicting reports. Oh, they're getting close at six, six, whatever, six, seven, six, nine. 
and it's like okay well six nine is still far from eight million bucks so I don't know exactly what's happening. Like I, I and I don't like you got two more games, two more preseason games. The season's gonna start in a couple weeks. Like get this shit done. Get this guy into camp. So let's say we got Tafaris at eleven. Let's right. say he goes seven two. Let's say that's what Nylander gets. Okay. Like we find a middle ground seven two. Uh, Austin Matthews even at a discount like will be twelve. My right. guess will be twelve. Right, right. Especially the cap going up a bit each year. Right. Right. Marner, Marner's 10. Marner's 10. Eight, nine or so 10. So between those four players, that's half of your cap space. Right. Mind you, those are the guys, those are the guys that are going to soak up your cap on any team they're on. But the, the problem is they're all offensive players. Right. So, like, you look what Chicago did. They had four players that were half their cast, cap space, but it was They're Taze, core guys. Core guys. Kane, and they had two offensive You're players. You're telling me Mitch Marner and Patrick Kane don't mirror each other? Oh, I'm not saying that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that Chicago spent their money wisely at the time by sp- splashing some cash on a defenseman. Right. Listen, if the Leafs had that, that high elite dra- uh, Leaf defense, sorry, if they had that high elite defenseman, they would sp- they'd spend the money on it. Right now, Morgan Riley is that guy for them, <laughs> their, top, their top guy. And then Jake Gardner, who's going into free agency this year, there's no way this guy walks. He's got the same agent as Tavares, so there's a good chance that he goes to free agency, sees what's out there, and then resides in Toronto. Because no way Toronto lets him walk after all the time and money they dumped into him. I just want to jump in there. I did the average philosophy for points per game. Um, Willie Nylander has 1.37, and Eichel has 1.18. Oh, wow. So Nylander has more points per game, and Eichel's playing, uh, getting paid $10 million. So... In my opinion, Hold on one second. In my opinion, did I, did I get wrong? Did I get wrong numbers there then? Because that doesn't logically make sense. You said Nylander had 135 points in 180 game, 85 games, and then you said Eichel played 209 but had 177. Yeah. So like that math doesn't make sense to me because there's a smaller gap between 209 and 177, just as numbers. Than there is between the other two numbers, and they're bigger numbers, so there should be a bigger gap. Oh, hang on. Yeah, I think you've reversed your your division there. Yeah, probably. I was like, it's been a while. It's been a while. Fucking firefighters. We man. don't need to do math. We just need Jesus. to know how to put hot stuff on the wet stuff. Just point the hose at the hot yeah, spot. Exactly. God, man. There's a reason why police beat people all the time and are constantly getting charged with shit and there's a rally every other week about by Black Lives Matter and it's because like no straight A kid is becoming a police officer. It just doesn't make sense. Think of all the cops you know and think of how they did in school. Mm. Think about it for a second. There maybe is one that did really well and he's a pretty honest or guy. You got, or you have comedians that, 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 that go to a bathroom in New Orleans and they don't even clean up after themselves. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was Hurricane Brian. Hurricane Brian. Oh, man. You I, know what? I, I, I was thinking that the other day. Can I ask you a weird question? Yeah. What color was your shit? Uh, I honestly don't Brown? remember because yep. it was mixed with puke and shit in the toilet. So. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you, you ever have those days where you just go on those sugar binges and then you're like, your shit's all wacky colors? Oh, yeah. If you drank nothing but like red and and sugar oh man that must have been a, a messy situation oh yeah but like the toilet bowl was already painted with puke so <laughs> all right i i, I, I reversed uh, the numbers around sorry it was 
0.73 for Nylander and 0.84 for Eichel. That makes more sense. So still not that huge of a difference. Oh. Not that huge difference. Not for I don't difference know, man. That's over bucks. 10%. That's over 10% difference. Mm. Like, when you look at it that way, like, 10% is the difference between... Yeah, but we're talking possible $4 million. Yeah, but you're also 10%. talking about, like, Buffalo clearly overpaid Eichel they, just be taking just, him, Yeah, right? yeah. But then you can say Toronto overpaid Marner. Well, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. All right, motherfuckers, we got to wrap this shit up. Yeah. It's uh, oh, going to be a 90-minute podcast, so I hope you guys are – this is going to be the best podcast for sure. Um, Aaron, you got anything you want to add? <laughs> go, others go. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Brian, Fingers you got anything crossed. you want to add? <laughs> um, you know, the MMA podcast is going to be coming mm, out soon. We're yeah. going to get one down. But, yeah, uh, before the Connor fight maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky given I'm in Kingston for four days next week. Uh, I'm gonna plug my stand up show for all the listeners that we have. I'm at Kingston Absolute Comedy next Wednesday. Come mm-hmm. check it out, all three of you. Yep. And uh And Dave. Yeah, and Dave. And yeah. We'll uh we'll see. I'm gonna record it and maybe get some content up. Mm. I'm no longer afraid of my stand up fucking up my day job okay okay <laughs> so n- now that like a bunch of the people that i work with know the stand-up i do and they're cool with it i'm not afraid of getting fired for saying some shit Beauty. so yeah i'm gonna record it get uh get a youtube channel going get a bunch of yeah, stuff going well so. done good 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 yeah all right well um hopefully we'll do a couple more of these during the season go least go can't wait to see how many points matthews marner and Travaris get i'm excited yeah, I am too. I can't wait for McGregor to knock out Habib. Ooh, <laughs> hot take. All right, for the After 30 podcast and the guys at the table, thank you so much for tuning in and checking us out. Did you really say that because cops don't do well in high school, they beat people for that reason? <laughs> <laughs>